You watched WandaVision? I did. What, what did you think of the finale? My favorite part were the two visions talking about philosophy. I actually understood I, that. Because <laughs> I'm taking philosophy and I was like, oh my god, we just talked about that. No I was way. Like, yeah. I, was, I was like, this is so great. But like overall so thoughts on the episode, um, like I thought it was really good. It looked really good. Like the fact that this is really? a TV show still okay. blows my mind. I think so compared to TV Sips shows, tea. other TV shows. I'm just saying, like CGI and special effects wise, I still think it looks really good for a TV show. What did I, you think I, it looked awful? No, I just was disappointed. <laughs> I thought I was like, damn, that was a letdown. Like. They had People so much were hyping but, it up too much. I, I agree with that. It's however, the, it's our own however, I think that they had so much potential with everything that they were doing and they literally didn't capitalize on any of it, which really like maybe like I finished the episode and I was like, that's it. I was like, really? That that's it? Because like That's true. That's like true. it just seemed like such a they built it up so much and then like it was just such a letdown. People thought everyone was Mephisto. People were going crazy. Hayward Mephisto was Mephisto. <laughs> everyone has been Mephisto at some point in that show. And then there was oh. like Doctor Strange was going to show up. People thought or Iron Man or because like I know. And then did you, I don't know if you saw the interview with Paul Bettany where he was like, oh, yeah, people are going to be really disappointed when they find out that the cameo was myself. I was like, I what do you that. mean? Because I, I remember he when the original, us. I remember when that original interview came up. And then when they introduced White Vision, I think Steve, our friend Steve, said it as a joke. What if the big cameo at the end is himself? Because that's an actor he never worked with. And I'm like, I would love that so much. And I now love Paul Bettany. He's might be the greatest human being. Disappointed. The only things that I was actually disappointed in is the Quicksilver thing, because that is that 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 is tough. That was a troll. Like and, really? Uh, like they literally and, cast the same exact guy. Like and the only other one is Doctor Strange, cause he has a line in Infinity War. Um, I watched that movie yesterday. By the way, what does like, he say to Tony Stark at the beginning? Uh, like, Tony Stark's like, "Well, what do you do in all of this?" Questioning Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is like, "Protecting your reality, douchebag." And I'm like, "Well, you didn't do a good job protecting people in this case scenario." Like, what was he doing this whole time that he Not, could, you know, okay. pop ha- over, see what Wanda's doing? Like, Wanda has an entire town hostage in a separate reality. I'm like, I feel like yeah. Dr. Strange should have got the call for that one. That Enough being with the said, <laughs> let's, let's do our transition right here and uh, hop onto the, uh, you know, little Star Wars for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sith Happens, week seven. Can you believe it's been seven weeks? I can't. It feels like, I don't know crazy town over here but how's everyone doing you know it's uh it's march it's pretty chill it's you know we're having a good time <laughs> how you doing nick meh 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 i'm living you know living life like larry as they say or whatever i'm ready for falcon and the winter soldier yeah i feel like we've kind of moved i'm like done with wanda now and i'm like give me also the snyder soldier. cut Oh, God, yes. I will be watching Snyder Cut with Nick. <sighs> Someone help me. I'm going to need... Four I hours be, of her life. I will, I will be live tweeting it on Twitter. I've decided when we watch that. So I'll make a thread. And if anyone cares... Yeah. So, hello. Welcome back. And um, we got some pretty exciting stuff today. And I am excited about it. I think this is the first time that we're not doing really like a ranking. And it's more of like a discussion. Which I personally like. Because... 
I don't know, rankings get boring after a while, so I'm, I'm ready to switch it up. But before all that, we have our weekly segment of news. So let's jump right into it. So earlier this week, March 1st, begins Women's History Month, and Star Wars Instagram page dropped some wallpapers featuring a bunch of women from like Star Wars animation. So we got like a Hera wallpaper, Sabine, Ahsoka, and then they were like, haha, we'll just drop this, you know, nonchalant and, you know, hope that nobody's like, yeah, we'll just throw it in there. Not that anyone will recognize. They dropped a wallpaper of Fennec Shand in Bad Batch with like the Clone Wars animation and everything. And I remember Twitter was like very, mm, how do I put this? <laughs> we had some mixed reviews on it. She According, has a very long face. Yeah, it's not even that. It just looks weird. And I don't know if it's because it's not, like, in animated. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not in motion. So, like, it's, it's a weird shot or whatever. But yeah. I don't know where I got this from. Someone said she's supposed to be 14 in the series. Which, where'd you get that number from? I mean, it makes sense because yeah, she this is, is a minute ago. like, this is a while ago. Like, what, 30 years at least? At if least. not more. So, it makes sense that she's young, but she does not look 14 at all. Like, we were talking about this, Nick and I, and I was like, that does not look like a 14-year-old child. And, I don't know, like, what do you, I, I'm just, it's weird because, like, it's just her face. Like, the gear looks cool, and the gear looks very, I'm looking at it now, the gear looks very Clone Wars Season 7 style, but, like, her face, I just don't know what they did to it. It's just like very odd. The braid is I huge. like the braid. A lot. It's huge. Yeah, but like weave. <laughs> That's true. She has a very strong jawline. Like it's just same. like it, she looks like a sim. Does yes, she not? That is what it looks like. There. She go. looks like That's a sim. What it is. Yeah. See. Dang. So let's mm. just let's, maybe she'll have her helmet on for most of the show, so we don't even have to worry well, about this. Well, in the teaser, she has her helmet on. She looks sick. So yeah. I mean, I don't know if it doesn't look this bad. I mean, I'm not mad about it. It's just like weird, you know. After seeing season seven of Clone Wars animation, you're like, okay, cool. We'll get used to it too. Like I love like, Ming Wen, so like, yeah. either way, you know, only 59 days. Well, today's 59 days. This comes out tomorrow. 58 days till Bad Batch. Woohoo! Next news. I'm gonna pronounce this wrong, and I apologize, but the actress's name is Indira Varma is her name i believe i know i'm pronouncing that wrong but she is set to join the obi-wan kenobi cast so this news came out mm, i don't know early in the week again and it's very exciting because like who is this woman playing again we don't know a lot about the kenobi series so it's like ooh, like who is she playing she does bear a striking resemblance to satine at least i think and at least a lot of twitter thinks that she does you know, she's got, like, a long, narrow face, very raised, like, cheekbones, and a very distinguished jawline. So, if you put... She is a brunette, though. So, if you put her in a blonde wig, though, and, like, I think it would work perfectly. I don't know if you've seen this actress. I think she was in Game of Thrones. She was Pedro Pascal's love interest in Game of Thrones, correct? Yes. Okay. Was. So, well, uh, well, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, so I don't know. I have. It's <laughs> sort... Uh, yeah, we can go with love interest. It's fine. Okay, fair enough. But, like... Would you, can you see her as Satine? I don't know. She's not blonde. <laughs> yeah, but there's wigs. <laughs> I feel like... I'd... I hate saying that she's going to be Satine, because if she's not, then, it's again, it's going to be one of those, like, letdown things, you know? I don't think she's going to be Satine. Who do you think she could be, then? I think she's a new character, honestly. I don't want new characters in this series. 
I want what? Satine. You know what I want in this series? I want Ahsoka, Satine, flashback Anakin, flash well, flashback Satine, obviously, Quirky Kenobi, and like Owen Lars, maybe. But like, I don't want anyone new. I, mean, I can do like one new person, but like, See, I, I don't, don't want, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think I want Ahsoka in this show. I don't know. Okay, well, I can agree with you on that. I just want to see Ahsoka at least once interacting with Obi-Wan in live action. I don't care where it is, but I would like to see that at least once. Because hmm. that helps me draw the connection. We and we might be... actress for Ahsoka. We then. might be... Yes, but I gave you... There's a lot of the girls that could play Hera that I was mentioning to you, which is in a piece of news later, could also play Ahsoka. Younger Ahsoka. So... I mean, we'll mention that again, but there also is a chance for Ahsoka and Obi-Wan in another show that, again, we'll talk about later. So, and that's more likely than this show, right, as of right now, from what we know. So, I don't know. It's just interesting that we're all saying in these casting announcements. I'm so, I think Obi-Wan Kenobi show is what I'm most excited for. So. I mean, she's a really good actress, so I'm excited I don't know. for that. I, would say but I don't think, but... I don't think she's going to be Satine. I think that would be weird. I, I don't know. I mean, we have no idea what this show is going to be like. So That's it could true. Be, it could all be flashbacks. And have Do you like think they'll in the present, but, include yeah. Satine in live action ever? Like, do you think they'll ever mention her or anything? Ever? Yeah. Um, ever. I could see them mentioning her. Like in passing? I don't, yeah. I don't think it'll be anything more than that. Next piece of news. I literally screamed when I heard this. Cara Dune's role in Rangers of the New oh, Republic. Yeah, yes. Okay. Is rumored to be replaced by my fave, Hera Syndulla, which I think is a great direction to go with the show, if I'm being completely honest. So, LRM Online reported that Hera Syndulla will be appearing in Rangers of the New Republic, replacing Gina Carano's Cara Dune. Syndulla, who first appeared in Star Wars Rebels and later the video game Squadrons, is said to be a, quote, bridge to The Mandalorian and its spin-off shows. That makes sense. Yeah, it really does, honestly. So, it's being reported that Lucasfilm creatives are encountering some problems and making sure that the Rangers of the New Republic properly connects to the universe already set up by the Mandalorian. So, this kind of goes back to the idea, too, of, like, the Filoni-verse, which I think is quite interesting. And I'll be like, they have this problem? <laughs> but, like, I like it. Like, now we're getting our own little, like, instead of, like, getting our... Like, honestly, I would rather have this than, like, a bunch of new movies. Because I like the trilogies that have come out of Star Wars, but I feel like they're stuck in a loop where they're like, okay, well, if you don't make a trilogy series, it's not good. But, like, I liked Rogue One, and Solo wasn't bad. So, like, I think they could just go off and make these, like, little side quest movies, but then they could also make them into TV shows as well. So, I mean, I'm all here for it. It's new content, so you got any thoughts on that? Disney came out a while ago saying that they were most likely done with trilogies. Oh, good. Or at least that they wouldn't go in saying that it's going to be a trilogy. Like, if a sequel happens, then there's a sequel. Then if there's another sequel, then there's a sequel. And so on. I just don't want another one. Yeah, they shouldn't. Like, Give this it 20 was also years. an argument with the sequels. Like, they probably should have extended the sequel trilogy to four movies. If they really wanted to do that much course correction. So just give Oh, JJ you mean because movies. of, like, JJ's... Like yeah, Rise so of like Skywalker split was Rise kind of, of Skywalker into two movies, so then like he can do his course correction, and then he also gets another movie to wrap it up. But yeah, honestly, I think the future of Star Wars is most likely going to be mostly small screen stuff. I like that though. Every once in a while, we'll get 
a movie. Kind of just a random movie. Like, um, what's the one coming out? Rogue Squadron. So these next few pieces of news are actually quite interesting because they're rather recent news, especially the last piece. Is like, I just got a notification about it now. But starting off first, Obi-Wan Kenobi will reportedly have a role in Andor. Not a guest appearance, but more like a reoccurring role over the course of multiple episodes. I love this. I know people, a lot of people on Twitter were like, he's in too much. I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? He's, it makes sense for him to be there. This is where Nick and I were having, I told him, I said, or we were talking about it and we were trying to gauge, okay, when does Andor take place? Because it's obviously before Rogue One. But in terms of Rebels, where is... You know what I'm saying? Where did you say you thought it was? You had a good explanation. If it's before Rebels... it I think it has to be before Rebels at that point. But it, it's weird because before Rebels, before season one of Rebels, really, all of the rebellion like factions are all split up and really separate and everything mm-hmm. like we have to assume that there's someone in some command like there's ahsoka who's fulcrum and stuff but i guess it sort of makes sense because he does have some connections to the rebellion we have to assume considering so when does the play. kenobi series take place then see what i mean that's why it's kind of like this time yeah. period is up in the air right now because you could say Kenobi is before and or, and I see, I think it would all be after. Because if it was before... Which one's coming out first? Andor. Kenobi, right? Andor's coming out I before Kenobi? I think. Andor's filming right now, so it's got to be coming out before Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Um. So then yeah. I think Andor might... I think, honestly, I think Kenobi might be leading right up to... Oh, wait, but Rogue One leads right up to a new... Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to place my bets. I'm going to say it's going to go Andor and then Rebels. Maybe they overlap. Maybe Andor and Rebels overlap. Well, don't forget, we also see Kenobi and Rebels. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's going to go Andor, Kenobi, Rebels, Rogue One. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't think they'll put Kenobi. I think Kenobi will be before Rebels. Yeah. Yes, it has to be. Okay, because I'm just realizing this. They said that Kenobi takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And Revenge of the Sith technically is Empire Day. And Ezra is 15 on the first Empire Day, which is season one of Rebels. So Kenobi is before Rebels. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And then Rebels, I'm assuming... I don't know. It's it's very complicated. <laughs> I'm kind of confused. It's all good. But that'll be interesting that he's going to be on that. This could be kind of cool because this could be kind of like... With Andor, we know it's a spy thriller and stuff, so we can see kind of, like, all the time in um, season one of Rebels, we always hear about Fulcrum and new information and all of that stuff, so we can kind of see, oh, this is how they're getting their information, like, this is going to be their reconnaissance unit or whatever. Do we know if Dave Filoni is working on Andor? Or if that's completely separate? I wonder. No idea. I feel like he should be involved to some extent because of his work with Rebels. And he could connect a couple of the pieces. I mean, we say this all the time. At this rate, he should be involved in practically everything. He should be an executive producer of everything. Him and John Favreau. But that's just an interesting thing. And then, to add on top of that news, one of the members of Castle Run Transmissions re- replied to that tweet 
and said Kenobi won't be the only Force-sensitive character appearing in Andor. Someone has a contract for multiple projects as well. And then said hashtag Fulcrum and inserted a gif of Ahsoka, live-action Ahsoka. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Again, nothing official. This is all yeah. rumors. But um, Ahsoka in Andor and Obi-Wan in Andor, that's what I was hinting at earlier when I said that Ahsoka and Obi-Wan yeah. might be crossing somewhere else. I, mm, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how involved I want Obi-Wan to be in Rebellion stuff. It's just weird. I mean, we don't really know the extent to which he was yeah. involved anyways, you know. So yeah. I guess they kind of get to make up how much they want him involved. And... So this kind of came out last night, and then I'm getting new developments about it now. But again, this is from Kessel Run Transmissions, so take it as you will, knowing that. But they are saying that there is going to be an Ezra and Thrawn show coming out, quote, soon on disney plus mm-hmm. so i'm getting news about this now and basically let's see what it's saying i haven't read it yet animated series book of bubba fett okay esther okay Mm-mm-mm-mm. during the recent podcast from kessel run transmissions host Corey van dyke dropped a hint that the new series featuring ezra and thrawn could be in development he said quote make sure that you guys subscribe to disney plus for that ezra and thrawn series coming out very soon so it's I don't know. I think it's weird because I feel like if this were a real thing, then we would have heard about it on Investor's Day. Unless they're trolling us by not releasing everything on Investor's Day. Like, I have... This is the first Investor's Day I've experienced. So, from past experience, have they... And I guess it's kind of new, too, because this is the first year that we really have, like, Disney Plus. I mean, second year, I guess, but that we have, like, new series coming on Disney+. Plus. So, like, have they withheld stuff from... Because they withheld Book of Bubba Fett, too, which is why I'm kind of like, eh, this could be possible. But do you think that they, they would withhold something like that? They could. Like, say that this is heavily based, like, or heavily follows up the Ahsoka show, mm-hmm. so maybe. Like, the same way with Book of Boba Fett. So they could wait to do that. And there's also sections that are only revealed to the investor specifically. So, like, that could also be a two. But, I don't know. What would an Ezra and Thrawn show be? Just a them sitcom surviving, surviving in deep space. WandaVision, but Ezra and Thrawn stuck on a ship. Yeah, I was going to compare um, <laughs> the episode of um, Zeb and Callus, but, like... Oh, my God, yes! Yes, Ezra yes! And Thrawn, but for, like, multiple seasons... <laughs> Of just them being in space alone together. Just I alone. think it's weird, though, that they call these series because it's like a lot of these shows, it's like, okay, one season and then done, you know, like they just call them limited series at that point because, yeah. you know, but like, I don't know. Again, I don't exactly what you're saying. I don't know what this would be. Is this going to be like, okay, so the Ahsoka show is about Ahsoka and Sabine finding Ezra and then this possible Ezra show, Ezra and Thrawn show is going to be about Ezra and Thrawn side of things. But, like, I don't know what they could be doing. Like, they got launched into space. Also, it's been three years since the finale of Rebels premiered, so... Hashtag Rebels remembered. But, like, what are they gonna... Like, what are they doing? Like, I know we don't know, but, like, what are you doing? You're stuck on a ship. Like, what are they, like, drinking tea? Like, talking gossip? Like... Just Jay chilling. Jay chilling? Like... Just Jay chilling, man. That's why I'm kind of, like, you know... I'm I'm always okay with Marthron. Ezra? Of course. You know. 100%. Okay sure <laughs> he'll come up later. sure i'll take some ezra here and there i guess i like Ish. ezra in the later seasons so i'm not mad about it but i don't like his haircut um 
<laughs> Don't at me. I like Thrawn. I'm just gonna say that. That's it. That's it. I just, I just. And again, like, I'm here, I don't care what the content is, if we get more Star Wars content, like, I'll take it. But I'm just confused on what they would do with this. I mean, this could be setting up Thrawn to be, like, the legitimate big bad for, like, Like, the, the villain Star of the Filoni-verse? Yes. I feel like he kind like, of already is going to be. We talked, yeah, we talked about that before, like, we don't know who's controlling Moff Gideon. Gideon. Or, and, like, possibly the underworld with book of boba fett like this could all just be connected to thrawn and the remnants of spoiler Vampire. alert maul actually is alive <laughs> he survived no. again i'm saying no he never dies no hondo hondo's the head of hondo? all this oh my god hondo is thrawn's boss <laughs> yes like thrawn is hondo's boss i'd be okay maybe because this is also like because thrawn and ezra are sent into the outer rim right that's how rebels end. I don't know. They go on. They jump on the light space with the squid things. Well, let's say it's the outer rim for arguments. The sake. outer rim sieges. <laughs> then we can be like, okay, so they're all the way out there, and um, maybe he discovers the planet that Palpatine uses in the future. You know what I'm talking about? In Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. and stuff, the planet all the way. See, out but this there. is what again going off of that. I'm I'm reading because this was posted under the Star Wars leaks Reddit. And one of the top voted comments was, then what's Ahsoka about, LOL, or am I just stupid? <laughs> well, yeah. I well, mean, I guess it's another like, side of it, which is what we said, but... Well, Ahsoka's trying to find them. And this Ezra is about and them, yeah. Thrawn, what they're doing while Ahsoka's trying to find them. Like, and this is could, why, if you don't watch Rebels... Work. I just want... This is a good point of discussion. I, have I want them, but... Thrawn to get, to get the moment that he deserves. That's all. <laughs> He's cool. And, like, I love how he's portrayed in Rebels. Like, he's so... He's not, like... I don't like I don't think I've seen a villain like that in Star Wars unless I can't think of it off the top of my head. But he's just so, like... He's never, like... He never appears to be afraid or anything. And, like, he just is so villainy. And, like, he's like cold-hearted make, and, like... I can't describe it, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like about. if you make Tarkin even more badass. That's pretty much Thrawn. And I'm yeah, and he can... Fu- I mean, I know it's animated, but, like, you saw, like, yeah, Thrawn like go... Fight. Like, he can fight, so... And he's blue, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and he's blue. <laughs> he's blue. Like, blue with a white uniform. Oof, that pops. Like, if we don't see that in live action... And he's got, like, red eyes, too, doesn't he? Yeah. Could he get flashbacks sick. of Thrawn meeting Anakin. He just looks so menacing, and he is menacing. Like, I, I don't know, like... Darth Vader to me is more like you can tell that Darth Vader is a human, but this guy is like cold, stone yes. cold, like hard. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just think it's I don't cold. know. I feel like if I had to choose a hallway with Darth Vader or a hallway with Thrawn, I'll still probably choose Thrawn. You'd rather you're saying you'd rather fight Thrawn than Vader? Bro, I'm not going in a hallway with Darth Vader. That sounds awful. Yeah, I, I don't know, though. Like, Thrawn's still I, I creepy know, to me, though. I know either way I'm gonna die. Well, actually... See, Thrawn might torture me, though. Like, Darth Vader would just kill me right out, so... I feel like Thrawn is more of, like, a mental kind of thing. Like, I think of, like, him yeah. and Hera, and, like, that was, like, what, season three? And he, like, got to her, man. So, like, whereas I feel, again, like, Vader's more of, like, the... Okay, cut the crap, I'm gonna choke you until you tell me what I want. We had a lot of Rebels news this week, which is so fitting for the topic, honestly. 
because a lot of this is going to come back into the discussion. It's more, I hate saying debate because it's more of like a discussion. Obviously, there's some questions about like, okay, like what's your overall opinion? Like, why, why do you not like it? Why do you like it? But then I also kind of dove into some like plot-based questions and then like the future of Rebels as well. So I'm really excited to, you know, get started on this and yeah. So to preface this, I asked Twitter for some debatable topics, which I got a couple. I also had a couple topics that I wanted to talk about going into this. And then there was kind of a couple, like, I don't know, whatever. I didn't make any notes on this because I was like, Nick isn't making notes and he doesn't know the questions. So I'm going to try to go in as cold turkey as I can, even though I already know the questions. But I'm not, like, prepared to, like... You know, because I was like, this has got to be fair. This is the quote-unquote Rebels debate. Rebels is such an interesting, I think it's an interesting topic of discussion in Star Wars. You either love it or hate it. And it's weird, but it's there and it's canon. And now more than ever, it is canon. Which, again, is, you know, up for topic of discussion later. So I guess kind of to start us out, what are your like overall thoughts on rebels like what what did you think of the show when did you watch it what what are we thinking here i think it's all right <laughs> <laughs> you got you, you want to elaborate yeah. on that like why you not think it's really. all right so like what um, for example like it's not obviously you don't think it's like as good as clone wars or like you what what are your thoughts on like the format of the show like just what are your thoughts on rebels if i say rebel like um you know what i mean I think it's a Star Wars show. You go I, off. Like, I, I don't watched. care. Like, I have, we have all, again, this is all yeah, like an like, opinion thing. I, so, I'm, like, I'm, I don't dislike Rebels. I enjoy Rebels. Mm-hmm. There are parts of Rebels I really enjoy. There's parts of Rebels I really don't enjoy. Um, That's fair. I think it's an all right show overall. I think it's, it's middling. It's middling most of the time. When it's good. I think it's really good, and it does some really interesting things. But at the same time, I think when it's low, it's it's pretty rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> yeah. I think. But it's... I also go ahead. <laughs> I don't want. <laughs> no, you're fine. Seriously, go ahead. Yeah, I... I know. I I um. I'm thinking how I want to say this. I think it does skew a lot younger, mm-hmm. which is strange. Like. Because I think most Star Wars is pretty accessible to almost any age. The thing with Rebels is it wasn't always where, like, sometimes they bring in characters mm-hmm. with, like That's like Ahsoka and yeah. Thrawn and the clone troopers and stuff that were clearly meant, that clearly were meant for older demographics because, like, kids didn't know who Thrawn was. Only mm-hmm. the people that read the literal adult books knew who Thrawn was. And, like, they'd release trailers and stuff, which, I mean, kids don't watch trailers. Yeah, that's one of the points I was going on. I watched, I don't know if it's, it kind of went viral. It's got, like, 4.7 million views, and it's, like, why Rebel sucks. And I just wanted to get an introspective into it because I'm a big Rebels fan. I do enjoy it. I like a lot of the characters in it. And I never thought it was, like, I, honestly, I thought it was better than what I thought it would be. But in watching, there was a lot of interesting points that got brought up that I was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, one of which being, like, it's advertised as a kid's show. 
but then it like it's weird because they don't stay with that tone throughout the entire show like you have really kitty moments and then you also have like when ahsoka and getting blinded kanan getting blinded but even like when they bring ahsoka in and ahsoka and vader like obviously the kids i mean yeah they're probably gonna know who ahsoka is but like you're not gonna want to include that in canon in a kid's show like you know what i mean like people that are into star wars are gonna want to see their characters brought up so when you're bringing in these characters like obi-wan kenobi and maul's final showdown in this quote-unquote kids show it's just weird when you have like the seriousness of that and that fight and then you have like a Melu run episode where literally all they go yeah. do is get Melu runs. So it's like, it's just a weird. I mean, I like it, but it's just like the, again, the to- the overall tone is kind of like. It's you know all what I'm over saying? the place. It's all yeah. over the place. And it's also weird, like the weight of some of those moments mm-hmm. being in this show. Like, exactly. Even like the world between worlds and stuff. Is that what it's called? Yes. One no kid would understand that. I don't. Th- I would oh my God, never no. understand. I struggle I to younger. understand that. I still barely understand that. And like the stuff with the the mural and stuff and how it started moving, like that was cool. But I was like, I never. Well, would have again, that's a connection to Clone Wars, the Mortis arc. So if you don't know the yeah. Mortis arc by like, if you don't understand, if you've never seen the episode, you're completely confused. Yeah. Like I had to go and back and watch it to understand it. The kids that grew up with Clone Wars would definitely be older now. So like by the time that rebels came out so it's it's strange it's very strange what they were trying to do where they did try to connect it to the larger universe and connect it to other stuff but at the same time maintain that kitty tone i don't even want to say because sometimes it's definitely not a kid show exactly like, and like it's it's all over the place it's weird it's weird though because like i want to blame a lot of it on disney i really do because I think that the show had Clone Wars potential, if I'm being honest. I really think it did. Because it's kind of... And I hate that people say it's, like, the direct descendant of Clone Wars. Because, yes, it is. Like, a lot of the production team and, like, everyone working on it moved literally from Clone Wars to Rebels. And the reason Clone Wars... I don't want to... That's not the reason it got canceled. But, like, the intention was, oh, yeah, Clone Wars got canceled. But look it, we have Rebels now. But at the same time, Clone Wars was, when it first came out, too... It was what? It was Cartoon Network. Was it yeah. not? Yeah. And it was under Warner Brothers, yeah. Exactly. So I don't it I don't it think sense. it had it to be kitty. Sense. It made sense and it worked because Disney didn't own it and over kidify it. Like there's videos on I don't know if you've seen, but it's like in quotes and it's like the Clone Wars is a kid's show and it's literally a compilation <laughs> of everyone getting stabbed and like dying and it's the funniest thing. But then if you look at Rebels, it's airing on Disney XD. It's this is when Disney yeah. bought Star Wars. So, obviously, I mean, yeah, they're targeted for the same demographic. But you've, I mean, and you've seen other stuff that Cartoon Network has put out. So, it's just looking do, at, you yeah, know what I mean? Cartoon Network tends to skew a little older. Exactly. In so age range, yeah. When you put Disney XD, again, it's Disney. We've all seen how Disney has taken Star Wars. So, Disney versus that, I wasn't. Going into that, knowing that, I wasn't expecting Clone War or Rebels to be, like, on the Clone War scale of adult maturity yeah. in a cartoon. But... But, I mean, like, I have definitely watched more cartoons than you. And yeah, that's true. So, like, there's shows that can do that. 
Like, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, no, Avatar, I agree. Avatar The Last Airbender. No, I agree. Anyone can watch it. And it gets pretty serious at times. I'm just saying that Disney wouldn't do that. Rapid. Well, like, knowing like, Disney, they wouldn't. Like, cart- people, I think Disney, too, assumes that cartoons are meant for kids. Yeah. They don't and do they're obviously going to target their demographic and, towards yeah. kids. But then I think it was more of Dave Filoni and his team being like, yeah, we have to make a kids show. But like Dave's like, but yeah, I worked on Clone Wars and I really want to incorporate some of the stuff I did there onto the yeah. show. So I'm going to incorporate it in, even though none of these kids are going to know what it's about. Yeah. Which I think is where it kind of sucks because, again, they had all the potential to cross over the characters. But honestly, the only main pro. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I want to call out characters, but the only times that it really shows through is stuff with Ezra and Zeb, because Ezra is the point of view character. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Which I don't enjoy that he's our point of view character. The fact that Ezra is the main character, I think they clearly did that to make it more kiddie. So there's like you know this boy who's like oh training to be a Jedi and the well because that's stuff. who their audience is too. So it's like exactly. you have to you know what I mean. So it makes sense, but like. And then Zeb with some of his random jokes and quit. The big guy, yeah. That's well. That's what I'm saying. You, I, I have you watched that video that I'm referencing? I'll have to send you the link once we're done. But he brings up a really good point that Rebels again. It could have been a really good show, but because of Ezra and Zeb, and even he mentions Sabine, which I kind of have to disagree. But they kind of not that they've ruined the show, but he said he would love a show with just Hera and Kanan. Like I honestly wish yes. that Rebels focused around Kanan. And, yeah, Hera too, but it's just Kanan brings in such an interesting perspective that we've never seen before. Yeah. And there's so much they could have done with it. Like, I don't appreciate how in the episode where Kanan meets Rex, it literally takes him, like, one episode to get over his fear of clones. Because I've seen, like, I've read fan fictions where people have elaborated so much on this idea of Kanan's, like, basically PTSD because of the clones. And I... It literally opened the door for so many possibilities to go off of that. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's a kid's show. So how much can you really elaborate? But at the same time, then you get them bringing in like Ahsoka and Vader. And she finally realizes that Vader's Anakin or even like I said earlier with like Maul and Obi-Wan, that duel. So it's like they have and even the world between worlds, they've gone to that extent of maturity. But it's just like the tone or it's all going back to the tone of is and it like, it's like a marketed as a kid's show but like again they're putting out trailers and sneak peeks and it's like no what kid is gonna watch these yeah and like, like even with the mall and obi-wan duel like even when you watched that i was like explaining some of it to you remember like all of the like little stuff they did to like tie it back to other stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah and the like, whole fight the breakdown it's incredible yeah no kids yeah. gonna. And I mean, I didn't even get that the first details. time I watched it. Like, yeah. you have to be and invested. Like, that, like him just changing stances and all of that stuff, and like, yeah, no kids. Like, they're clearly. Well, and you know when he captures that whole yeah. episode, it's literally about Ezra and Chopper roaming around Tatooine, and then all of a sudden exactly. pop up Obi Wan and Maul, and I'm like, wait, where is this coming from? <laughs> like, it's just so I don't know. And even, like, Clone Wars had kitty episodes, like the Padawan stuff. Yeah, Gregor's in Rebels, too. Like, incorporating all those clones, it was cool, but, like... Oh, and I hate mentioning this video without, like, directly citing it, but go check it out. It's, like, why... If you Google Star Wars, or if you search in YouTube Star Wars Rebels, it's literally the second thing that pops up. But another thing he mentioned, too, was, like, 
Zeb, and he said, like, if they would have replaced Zeb with Rex, that would have been so much better because, yeah, he's the big tough guy, but we already know who he is, so it kind of connects the two series together, and it gives you someone that, like, you already know instead of setting up a whole new cast of characters, I guess, which I thought was an interesting point to bring up. Ideally, for me, the first season, most of the first season would just be, like, yeah, or, like, Kanan and Hera meeting at the beginning, or they're already together. And maybe they find Sabine. Like, right after New Dawn. Yeah. They find Sabine. They find Zeb. They don't find Ezra. In my head canon, Ezra just wouldn't exist. And then they start doing missions and stuff for the Rebellion. And then, yeah, they meet Rex. And then Rex joins in, like, season two, season three. And then they just go forward like that. Ezra is not needed. I stand by that. He's just... Because his only purpose is a POV character. That's his only purpose. And yeah, I mean, he doesn't serve. He it brings well. an interesting point of view because, like, I feel like Kanan is the point of view that we have of like a Jedi that escaped the purge, and then I think Ezra is like a point of view of a kid that a Jedi, a force sensitive being, growing up in the rebellion. So kind of like Luke, <laughs> literally Luke. Wait, he's literally Luke Skywalker. Hold on, Luke. If yeah, found but he out didn't about stuff earlier like three years well ago. no but even honestly ezra and up until we meet him is literally luke i guess except luke his parents Ezra's stealing stuff when we first meet him no but like i'm saying they're both force sensitive beings that don't know it yet i guess until they meet an older gentleman that trains wait, them did you say Ez- wait did you say luke is ezra but if he had parents that's kind of cold yeah <laughs> i'm not wrong mean, though but Am yeah I wrong? that is that, i guess that's it yeah yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I don't know. But Kanan's so interesting. That's I love Kanan so much. That's the, like, Kanan and Hera. Even Hera. are so interesting. Sabine's just, also, I... she's a Mandalorian that accidentally sort of created a weapon that could kill all of her I love people. Sabine's character so much. I really do. And then she gets, like, disgraced and kicked out of, like, her clan and everything. That's what I'm saying. She is such a... They all have such interesting arcs that they could have elaborated Except Ezra. on. Except Ezra. Even Zeb. I feel like if they would have made him more than just a tough guy, he could have if been... If they made him more serious, I would have been okay. Like, because he's, what, an honor guard and stuff? Yeah, like, like, he has a backstory to go off of, you know? Also, like, I feel like someone in the honor guard should be not more capable, because he's decently capable but i feel like he should be a little smarter i guess just a he, little well, he bit acts smarter. like a kid and he's like what 42 yeah, and he's, isn't he a general yeah he was like one of the higher people in command yeah i think he needs to be a little bit smarter it's just an interesting i don't know and then you have like the inquisitors which are just i don't know how i feel about oh them like they're supposed to be like these them. again going i hate going off this youtube video but i just watched it yesterday they're literally and i love rebels i really do like Hera is one of my favorites. I love Sabine. I love Kanera. They're my favorite relationship. And I love Kanan's dynamic. I love that character because we've never seen it before. And I think it's so interesting. But the Inquisitors are so interesting because their job is literally to hunt down Jedi. And you have Kanan, who wasn't even a Jedi Knight. He was a Padawan. And then you have Ezra, who's being trained by a Padawan that hasn't been a Jedi in like 10 years. And he's training him. And they're able to get away from these Inquisitors. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, the the first Inquisitor dies at the end of season one. Then you have the two of them that are, like, the pair of twins or whatever. And they're able to, like, evade them every single time. And it's just, like, 
I get again. It's one of those like unrealistic like kitty show things. Also, oh, those lightsaber designs. The helicopter lightsabers. Oh God, Dave. It's so bad. Dave, <laughs> please stop. It's so bad. But so all bad. that being said. Do we think that Rebels deserves the hate that it gets? Now I'm just thinking of the helicopter lightsabers. And <laughs> God damn based, it. Based purely on the helicopter lightsabers, I kind of want to say yes. There's people that literally like refuse to watch Rebels because of it's not as good as Clone Wars or whatever. But I think it's still important to watch as part that's of the like, canon. You know what I mean? That's almost, that's like, it's such a bad argument. It's a good argument. It was smart on Disney's part, where they actually ended up putting some important stuff, and now they keep tying back to it with Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all of these shows coming out. That's like, what I'm saying! If, if you want to completely understand a lot of this stuff, you have to watch Rebels. That's so it's literally like, a question I have for later. It's... <laughs> so... Like, I don't do, like, honestly, like, and you said it earlier, like, I don't think it's that bad of a show. Obviously, it's targeted towards kids, and it does so poorly because it incorporates serious subject matter that ties into canon perfectly that kids aren't going to understand. It's not that, like, I was able to watch the show in, like, a week's worth of time on my own time, not, like, binging it, just, like, watching it. It's, like, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, yeah, some episodes are pretty bad, but, like, overall... I don't think it's, like, terrible where it's, like, hard to watch. Like, some episodes, sure, you can skip because they're irrelevant to the plot. But, like, I'm thinking of, like, end of season one, opening of season two, and then even, like, a lot of season... Like, okay, majority of season one and two that aren't centered on, like, Rex and Ahsoka. Crash. But, like, season... I'm thinking, again, like, season... Season three and four, I think it gets pretty interesting. I don't know. It That's does. just me, too. It takes a little bit. It's a lot of, like, an opinion, too. Like, it's not for everyone. Again, it is marketed for kids. So, some people, like, I know, <laughs> shout out Courtney. I love you. One of my besties on Twitter. Courtney absolutely loves Rebels. Like, it's her comfort show. Like, she would die for this show. Like, she loves it to death. And that's perfectly fine. Like, I love Rebels, too. But, like, again, I'm not gonna, like, I will point out its flaws. <laughs> I just, you know, so did you have any, I have a lot of other questions. So did you have any other thoughts on, do you think it deserves the hate that it gets? This is a random point, but I know for a lot of me and my friends, one of the weirdest things that turned us away from it. So there are these games that are no longer canon called The Force Unleashed. There's two of them. In the games, you're Darth Vader's apprentice, Starkiller, and you're hunting down Jedi. When Rebels came out, and then the Inquisitors started showing up and stuff, was the first time we realized that um, that was no longer canon, and that immediately turned off some of our friends. So like you Joey did mention that to me before. Immediately turned them off. They were like, dang, they just destroyed one of my favorite video games, and I'm not happy. So they just stopped watching immediately when they figured that out. And I'm like, Star Wait, Killer who did you say were the original? Oh, Starkiller. Yeah, that was Darth Vader's apprentice. Because originally it was either him... The 501st or Darth Vader who hunted down Jedi before See, they that's so much cooler, though. Like, incorporating already existing... And, like, I'm glad that they incorporated... Again, this is... Oh, boy. This is something that we'll mention later. But I'm glad that they incorporated Thrawn because I think he's sick, but... It was a bold move. I just think adding Thrawn was... I think, like, that's just the perfect example of the show not exactly knowing what they want to do yeah and who they're trying to get to watch this was it like i were you watching it when it first came out 
Yes. Was it like a complete 180 from Clone Wars? Like, did they just start end Clone Wars and then pick up with Rebels like right away? No, no. Clone Wars was off for a little bit by that point because Clone Wars went through a lot of random stuff where, because they also I'm talking season five of Clone Wars. Like I know well, the, the whole thing. Se- is, yeah, yeah. Well, Clone Wars, there were rumors that Clone Wars was going to get canceled in like season four. Like Clone Wars was always on the brink of cancellation. That's honestly. why it's so good. Because they were fighting to get their job. Then there was the whole thing with the Netflix season where it's just these random episodes that they had done already. And then then Rebels. So, like, Clone Wars was off for a little bit. So it wasn't, like, a quick turnaround. But, like, it was strange. But they also released trailers and stuff. So, like, you knew that Dave Filoni was back working on it. They mentioned that the whole development team was back working on Rebels. And they were excited about it and all this stuff. So they used that a lot, where they had to mention, oh yeah, this is the whole Clone Wars development team. So people were excited, and they were expecting a Clone Wars type show. Like, obviously the animation was different, but people were still So obviously it's a big letdown. It was not what people were expecting. Yeah, I don't... I guess. Like, I wasn't there, so I'm not one to, like, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah. too, a lot of people from what i've heard are like oh well it's not clone wars and i'm like okay well you're right <laughs> it's its own separate thing like it's not like from what i understand it's not supposed someone people keep calling it like the direct continuation of clone wars and i'm like but it's not really they're completely different time no, periods it's a separate story and it's like it's not an anthology series which is honestly i liked that it anthology. was like it anthology sorry <laughs> i liked that it wasn't an anthology i liked that it was like it followed one group and that's it. Like, we literally just focused on these five or six individuals throughout the entire well, show, I think, you know? Like, I didn't delve into Clone other stories, Wars, but... I think with Clone Wars, it made sense to do an anthology just because you have this entire war. It's a war, yeah. For yeah, sure. so you have all of these random stories to do. I agree. I don't think that this show would have worked at all as an anthology. Oh, my series. God, no. I think that would have been insane. That would have been so Like, weird. if they would have done an anthology on the Rebellion... And, that like, they could have dove into, like, like literally everything that they're doing with Andor and, again, yeah. Rebels, but, like, dove into the different jumped, sects and everything, then sure, they but, like... They could have jumped around a lot more. Exactly. They could have even put some stuff, like, between Empire and Return and, like, all of these random spots. Sure. So they could have done an anthology series, but they have to open it up a but lot they, more. Oh, yeah. You couldn't just focus on Rebel... Or, Ro- not Rogue Squadron. Um, Phoenix Squadron. You'd have yeah. to... So, but that being said, so one of the questions I knew I wanted to ask was about animation, and someone actually happened to ask about animation, I guess. So this is at Salty Specs underscore, which is my my dear friend Gabby. She has never seen Rebels, but she knows a lot of people talk about, like, the pros and cons of the animation, so she wanted us to dive into, like, what are the pros and cons of Rebels animation, because we know how much Nick loves the Rebels animation style, isn't that right? Mm. You want to just start with the negative things because I know you got. I mean, I have a couple too, but go thin ahead. lightsabers are not okay. They're not pretty. They're not okay. It, it's no. It's, it's just. I, mm. Honestly, I think a lot of the character designs are a little lazy. Some of them. I like some Ez, of them, but Ezra like Hondo is, is one that I think of, generic. and I'm like, oh, that's God. scary. Yeah, that, like, that did not translate well. Characters that you can tran like that are in both Clone Wars and Rebels. I think it really shows, yeah. but like for like some like I I love how Hera looks and even Sabine, but like it's now trying to think of like what they would look like in Clone Wars animation kind of freaks me out. 
Yeah. Or um, even like, you know, Anakin. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The, that's like awful, you know? Like, Obi-Wan isn't bad, but he shows I'm, up I'm like, what, kind once. of okay with Obi-Wan. I like um, Ahsoka a lot. I don't know about I don't you. Mind. I like Ahsoka's outfit, actually, in her apples. I think it's cool. Um, Are you talking about the epilogue outfit or like when she's with No, Vader? her main outfit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the clones look okay. I think those translated a lot well. Okay, because they aged them up so much that it was all right. Kanan looks good. Hera looks good. Sabine? I like her in her later years. I don't like the first two seasons. I, uh, it looks like Hot Topic threw up over Jango That's what Fett. the video says. <laughs> Is it actually? <laughs> you would like that video. Watch it. The guy goes off. It's funny. Like, I don't... I, just... I like her style. I just... I like her. In, I like her when she's got like the like I don't know season three and four essentially. It's not bad. I think it's it's strange. Darth Vader. Don't like how Darth Vader. I like him when he's. I don't think it's that bad, especially because when awful. we get the cracked mask and like you see his face, and maybe that's yeah. just like a plot thing. But I think that's so cool. I mean, I like when Darth Vader shows up and that he just kicks everyone's ass. I think that's hilarious every single time. <laughs> <laughs> like the favorite like when he first shows up and he's fighting kanan and kanan's putting his entire like body weight into his lightsaber attack and darth vader is literally just standing there using one hand and i'm like this is what i like to see now yeah. that being said do you have any pros about the animation mm. <laughs> i mean we kind of listed a few characters I we think, liked i think zeb i dislike zeb and i dislike his character he design, freaks me but out i will say zeb in any other form of animation or live action in any other way is terrifying. Like Zeb in Clone Wars animation, I don't think would work. Zeb CGI in CGI action... freaks me out. Like I'm See, thinking of like Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I Jedi forgot Fallen that Order. I forgot I that Cal's master was a Lasat, and I googled it last week when we were filming. I cut it out, but and I literally was screaming for five minutes because it's I for completely forgot. I must have zoned out during that part, but it's so scary. Yeah. I don't want to see Zeb in live action anything. I'm sorry. So I'll, I'll give Zeb, I guess, a plus because in any other form, he's going to be terrifying. Now, um, would you have liked Rebels to be in Clone Wars animation? So we have to assume that back then, it wouldn't be the crispy animation that we see in 7. It probably mm -hmm. would have been closer to the animation we see in like five. 5 and 6, which is still which pretty not good. Bad. It's still pretty good. I go back and forth on this. I don't think so. Just because the show is so different that I'm okay That's, with it yep. being different animation. I don't know what and they that, would have done. And if it, if but... they did it, it would have made people so angry when they realized that it wasn't like Clone Like, people were already angry because they were expecting Clone Wars 2.0. But, like, if it was also in the same animation, people would have been extremely mad. Like, I know people say it now that they would like it in Clone Wars animation, but at the same time, it's a completely separate show. And I think that if it were in Clone Wars animation, like you said, people would be even more disappointed because they're like, that is a disgrace to the Clone Wars animation that made up our Clone Wars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it would have been, yeah, it would have been problematic. And I don't, I don't know. It would have been interesting. Like, in um in season seven, like, people were so, it was so cool in the finale seeing Darth Vader and seeing Stormtroopers and all of them in Clone Wars animation. And it did look good. It, it would be interesting. Like, seeing walkers and stuff. In the AT-ATs in Clone Wars animation. Like, I think that would be kind of cool. But, I don't know. Moving on to more plot-based debate, I guess. 
So user at Hunter underscore Honcho underscore said, is Thrawn an interesting character? And I know we agree yes. on this, but I'm sure yes. that people would. I think he's very interesting. I mean, but, especially now. Oh, okay. Keep going. But in the context of Rebels, is he an interesting character? I think he's a menacing villain. Mm. He, he's a good villain. I'll give him that. But as a character himself, we don't know that much about it. We just know that he's just an ad. Like, okay, so season one, who do we, we have the main inquisitor, the grand inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Season two, we have Darth Vader and the weird inquisitors, the twins. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And then is season three when they bring in Thrawn or season four? Three. Three. So then season three, we have Thrawn, which is weird. Like, why did Darth Vader just kind of give up? That's why I feel like Darth Vader should have been the conclusion because it's like, if unless Thrawn is, it doesn't seem like Thrawn's Vader's If Darth boss. Vader was the conclusion, though. If Darth Vader was the conclusion. Because the then it would have led, <laughs> yeah, but it would have led perfectly into a new well, hope. I remember people were speculating because Rogue One came out and stuff mm-hmm. and during this time. That they wanted, um, like, the series finale to be them, like, what they were doing during Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. And that would have been kind of cool. That would have been sick. Because they're it, in like the movie. How, like how season seven of Clone Wars Is d- Oh, that makes a lot of Revenge sense. With Revenge of the Sith, if we saw, like, what they were doing during Rogue One, if we had that kind of connection, that would have been kind of cool. I think Thrawn... So, it's weird, because the military for the Empire... It's weird, like, because Tarkin is technically in charge of Darth Vader as far as actual rankings go in the Empire. Thrawn, I would say, is about equal with Darth Vader, maybe. I think Darth Vader might be maybe a little bit higher because he's Darth Vader. But they'd, if anything, they'd be somewhat equals. Okay.-ish. But I think he was an interesting he is an interesting character. But most of that comes from the books. I wouldn't say they added anything to his character in Rebels. It's just that it's a new introduction for new new fans to introduce this character and re- bring him back into canon. He does some interesting stuff, I guess. Like, yeah, like that the scene with Hera and stuff and everything with her planet is cool. But overall, he doesn't do anything crazy. He's just another... I feel like he's just kind of another random military person they put in charge and are like go take care of this because we don't want to hmm. so it's an interesting i thing. think he's okay see now i think he's like i kind of mentioned this earlier but thrawn is like he's so different to me i don't know why maybe it's because he's not like palpatine or like i just feel like he's so i can't describe it or else that would be right now he's yeah he's like cold-hearted which yeah, that's all villains. But like, I'm trying to... I can't place it into words. We don't words. get a lot of intellectual villains. No, but he seems so, like... And he's so smart above everyone else. I guess that's kind exactly, of what I'm looking yeah. for, too. Like, And, yeah, based off what they gave us in Rebels, I kind of like that we don't know a lot about him because it brings into that, like, mysterious, like, ooh, like, you don't know about him, but, like, how is he so smart? And how did... Like, you know what I mean? So... I think it's interesting, and then I think, too, based on that alone, it gives a lot of potential for future projects, which, again, scares me because Star Wars tends to, what they do really well is they lead projects into having great potential. We've seen this with Force Awakens, you can even say with Clone Wars, that 
they make something and it gives off so much potential for something to come off of it. The problem is that they tend to completely bomb anything that they have previous set potential for. So I love Thrawn's character and I think that he's somewhat interesting in Rebels and I think that they have, again, with this Thrawn-Ezra show that could or could not happen, I think they could go a lot of ways with it and there's a lot of potential for it, but I'm scared because of Disney's past history with taking things that have a lot of potential and how well they do those things. I'm scared yeah. that it's not going to go over very well, but I mean, it's Dave Filoni too, so who knows? I mean, I don't know. My dear friend Liz at Aurora Quartz with two T's, she said, Ahsoka, this is a general topic, so in the World Between Worlds episode, how Ahsoka is able to come out of the portal, but not Kanan, and they offer explanation for her on the show. They say, like, Ahsoka says something about, like, she could, like, he can't save his, or she couldn't save his master, or her master, so he can't save hers, or his, <laughs> I'm messing this all up, but, like, it's just... You know what I mean? I know Jedi would only be... I kind of... Like, I understand why it happened, and I feel like they needed to kill off someone. Especially, like, the mentor thing. It's kind of like killing off Qui-Gon in Phantom Menace, but it does seem kind of yeah. like a BS excuse for me. Like, you had the opportunity to save Kanan's life. just... Because, I mean, even his actual death, mm -hmm. he probably could have got on that ship. But... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We talked but about this last week, did we not? As, yeah. As far as the world between worlds, I kind of just chalked it up to fate. Like, he has to die. That's just how it is. But Ahsoka got pulled out. He didn't have to die. It's not fate. But, like, <laughs> Which she is, was it's able a to dumb come It's a dumb it's argument. It's so stupid. But it's a dumb argument, but that's kind of just how I chalked it up. Like, yeah, it's fate. That's I just guess. how it would be. I it's mean, just weird, too, though, because they complain argue... about not having enough Jedi. And, like, there's one right there. Like, Jedi are far and few between. Like, you, you know can what I'm saying? argue that maybe so he already died, but we never saw Ahsoka die. You know what I mean? Wait, was like it he... implied that she died? Yes. Oh, oh my yes. god! Wait, what? I'm just oh, yeah, realizing this now. You binged it right through. Yeah, I binged um, it right through. So you're telling me that when? Okay, so this is that was what end of season two. Yep. So when All she fights with Vader, and, four. and yeah, when she fights season with Vader, and, and like four, she was doors... pretty much dead. Yeah really i did yeah. not know that yeah oh my god i feel really stupid now <laughs> whoops well that's the difference in binging it too so um, it was implied that she died like when that so vader killed her is what you're saying we just know that vader walked out and she didn't so vader killed her. so yeah that's tough that, that's, Oof, kind of that's what's rough implied. yeah so if it weren't for the world between worlds thing she would have been dead that's so so, like, we never saw what happened with Ahsoka. Kanan, we clearly saw die. And also, I mean, he is holding back the explosion. The argument is he could have hold, held back the explosion from the ship, but he didn't. Or they could have just escaped the explosion like they do in that literally too. every original but he trilogy. Chose, <laughs> but he chose to stay. If Ezra pulls him out and the ship is still there, then they all would have died. No. Wait, you're saying if Ezra pulls... Okay, so Ezra's oh. in the world between worlds. If yeah, but they could have escaped Kanan anyways. Out, but they didn't. They were sitting there waiting for him still, remember? Yeah, but they could have just flew away. Yeah, but they didn't because they were already there waiting. So then you're telling me that Ezra has to make them fly the ship Why don't they just kill Ezra off instead? Oh my gosh, imagine. Come on, would that have been even better? 
<laughs> what? You know, all of the, you know all of those memes like society if dot 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 and there's society like society if Ezra died instead of Kanan. Oh, so much what better. A world. <laughs> I hate to be on the Ezra slander here, but I mean, come on, I'd much rather have Kanan alive than Ezra. Hundred. Sorry, and I'm sorry. So that being said, again, another kind of based on Vader, I guess this is from J Callahan nine forty. She asked. Should Vader have been in Rebels more? And this kind of goes into the debate of whether or not, like, whose show it is. Because I know there's a lot of debate, too, of, like, the Ahsoka show being the Rebel sequel that we were supposed to get and that we didn't get. And people are mad because they're like, Ahsoka wasn't even a main character. So, in Rebels, you know what I'm saying? But then it also goes back to, like, should they have included, like, all these heavy-hitting characters if it was just a kid's show? Well, Darth Vader, I think, is universal enough that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's a kid show. He's just a good fair. villain. But honestly, probably not. And, like, he could have shown up. Like, he showed up. He sent the Inquisitor in, like, the first episode. So, like, mm-hmm. we see a hologram of him. That's fine. The amount that we got him in season two, probably not. Cause we you get think him we got too much first... of him in season two? Or you think it was just enough? I don't think he should have showed up in season. If he shows up... Darth Vader should have been the, like, ultimate big bad for these people. Because we saw them. Like, he could have killed them very easily. Yeah. Um, well, because I'm thinking of the Ahsoka Vader fight, too. Like, would I feel like that would have been, like, it, would you have liked to seen that, like, season four? Well, I'm Or okay. not at all? Well, it's weird, though, because then after that fight, and he's fine. We never fine, see him again. Yeah, he just leaves. Like, he just gives he's up. He's got bigger so, like, problems. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But, like, and then they just send Thrawn in. And I'm like, okay. I think Thrawn makes more sense as a villain for these rebels than Vader does. But it doesn't, it's, I don't think it made sense having Vader show up than to just not show up again. Like, I feel like if you're sending in Vader. Because he is the end-all be-all. Yeah, if you're sending in Vader to do the job, then he should have done the job. Like, they should all be dead. Yeah. So I'm, I I'm, don't think they should have had Vader come in at all. Honestly. I'm going back to now. I'm thinking of, I really like the idea that you said that a lot of people thought that Rebels would lead into Rogue One. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, okay, you have the Grand Inquisitor in Season 1. What if you had Grand Admiral Thrawn Season 2 and 3, and then in the fourth and final season, you had everything with Vader leading up to, because it would have led up to Rogue One perfectly. Now or that if I you think had of it. Thrawn and Vader for season Even four? that. Like, like start off with combo. Thrawn. Because I like I like that we got Vader in Rebels, but now that I think of it more, I'm not liking the timing as much in as in like the reference of yeah, where compared to it was, like, else. you know what I mean? It was like season two, which is kinda weird. But like yeah. I like I love that fight between Vader and Ahsoka. Like, I think that's so cool that we got that. But again, it's just so weird for, like, that high of a climaxed moment. And it's, like, in the middle of season two. And, I mean, they did it right by putting it. I think it was, like, the season finale and the season premiere, which I think is fine. Like, if you were to do it, put it there. But, I mean, again, it's, like, Vader is, it's Darth Vader. Like, he's the man yeah. like so like, for him to be replaced by thrawn that's like okay like i it's guess a weird step back. like i think thrawn, it's a step back yeah but then it's weird too because like they act like thrawn is like these they're, they're arch nemesis and 
I'm like, I mean, Thrawn's just here doing a job. I don't think he's that invested. So I just think it's really strange the way they did it. Where I'm okay with the Inquisitor being season one. I think that's a good introductory villain. I think that makes sense. Starkiller, though? I mean, wasted. Star Wars, a story about wasted potential. He also Honestly. would have killed them, though. Well, actually, that would have been... That would have been... Oh. So maybe that's why oh, they sent the Inquisitors. Now you're, now you're breaking it, though. Being what it, do you mean? Because Starkiller in the game, he ends up actually turning good. And spoilers for a game that's extremely old that you can only play on, like, the Wii, Xbox, and, like, PS3. He ends up turning good, and he actually helps create the Rebellion. That's, like, how the first game ends. What? He, so he is he um, like related to anyone or is he just like some random no. okay he's just a random kid darth vader trains him and stuff and then he's sending him to like hunt down jedi and stuff and then he ends up turning good because he realizes that darth vader is gonna betray him because you know that's what sith do like um like dooku and ventress how dooku has to kill ventress because palpatine told him to in clone wars so it comes to that and star killer ends up wanting to like kill vader pretty much because he's betrayed and he ends up actually creating helping to create the rebellion like he saves bail organa like he saves bail organa really creating the rebellion and stuff in the game and i'm like oh, you just ruined it because imagine if they had star killer and then they ended up joining star killer joins them that would have been cool going off of you know rebels what it could have been what would be would you like to see a rebel sequel and if so, do you want it animated or live action? Or would you just want it how we think we're getting it, which is basically like carried out through other TV Multiple series? shows. Like yeah. Ahsoka, um, et cetera. I'm okay with them just doing it in multiple shows, I think. If they do this right, which is a caveat for almost anything, honestly. But I think <laughs> I'm okay with it not being animation. I am. I don't need it to be a complete, like, this is Rebels 2.0. Like, if that's what the Ezra and Thrawn show ends up being, I'm okay with that. But I'm okay with them spreading it out across multiple shows. Where, like, we have Mandalorian, which is tying up Bo-Katan's story and the stuff that we that ended up going on with Mandalore. And then we have the Ahsoka show, where possibly her and Sabine are looking for Ezra and Thrawn. If we, if we you think we'll get Sabine, right? Show, I don't know where. We're <laughs> like, can get you Sabine. Um, with Ahsoka? It's got to be. That's the well, only thing be. that makes sense. I mean, if Mandalorian season three is focusing on Mandalore because he's technically the ruler, like we could get Sabine there with Bo-Katan instead. Well, what's she doing at the end of Rebels? She's on. She's just. She's on going to find Rebels. Ezra. She's yeah, chilling on Lothal, and then Ahsoka's like, all right, I'm here, let's go. And they're like, okay, and then they hop in the car and drive away. Hmm. <laughs> then, yeah, so I feel I like guess... we'll definitely see live-action Sabine. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it being followed up through multiple shows, especially if they make Thrawn like the Thanos of the Filoniverse, where he's just pulling all of these strings. Where, like, this whole time... He was the one in charge of Gideon. He's in, in charge of whoever's the, like, Boba Fett person, like, the underworld. If he has his hands in everything like that, I think that would be really cool. And, like, then we get... If down the line we have all these shows and then 
like you know how the CW does like crossovers and stuff. Like I don't even know if I'd want a crossover show or if they just end. Like, with, a, like I would want a movie. movie. Yeah, if they just end all of these shows with just a movie and it's just all of them versus Thrawn and all of their random villains and stuff like. So like Endgame, but. Yes, but Filoniverse. Filoniverse's yeah. Endgame. Yeah, and Thrawn is the. <laughs> Thrawn's the big bad. I, I just want Thrawn to have his time his in the shining sun. Star. That's the biggest thing. He sick. deserves that. Like, they literally, in old canon, called him the heir to the Empire. And he deserves that title. So I want Thrawn... I want Thrawn to really have his moment. Like, say, if Thrawn is literally the reason why, um... What's it called? The New Republic failed. Oh. I'd be okay with it. Like, if that's how deep they go with this, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting because I don't know what I want. I like the idea of having all these series because, I don't know, it's cool. As <laughs> long as content. we get everyone. Like, yeah. it's more content. And I'll take five series compared to one sequel series. The only thing I'm slightly disappointed at is the room. Again, we don't know if this is true, but there was a rumor that they've recorded, like, the voice actors recorded a bunch of stuff for a sequel and then they just were like because so apparently what happened was they recorded a bunch of stuff for the sequels and this was around mandalorian time and then the success of the mandalorian they were like oh shit we can do live action disney star wars tv series it works so supposedly then john convinced dave like yeah like you might not want to go in this direction and he was like okay and just scrapped the whole thing I don't know if that's true. It doesn't sound I like Dave that. in the... Sl- oh, okay. I, I don't think that, it sounds honestly. like... I but think... you're telling me they've rec- they recorded all those recordings with the voice actors. I mean, it could have only started been like animations. Yeah, I guess we don't know the extent of it. But if they like, recorded if it... a decent amount of it and then we're just like, screw it. I think that's such a... You know, at it's the a slap most, on the face. At the most, I think it would have only been like one or two episodes that... Cause Usually that's how series work, and then they get picked up, like, if Disney was going to greenlight the rest of it. So at the most, they probably only had, like, you've seen the Clone Wars, like, the pre-animation they do. The, like, kind of storyboard the type stuff. The pre-viz or whatever they call it. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-vizla. They no. probably did, like, some of that stuff and recorded some of those, like, first two or three episodes. And then Mandalorian was successful. And from a business standpoint... That makes sense. So obviously there was a lot of news earlier about like Rebels characters coming up in like mainstream media now with like the TV shows and stuff. That being said, it seems like Rebels characters are now becoming mainstream Star Wars. So do you believe that people should have to watch Rebels in order to like understand where these characters come from and their beginnings or should it be explained in their live action introductions? So like the best way I can think of this is Ahsoka and the Mandalorian. Now it's kind of hard though because she was literally the only there for one episode but at the same time they didn't, if you honestly, they didn't explain her at all. From what I remember, it was more of like, they're looking for a Jedi and they happen to stumble upon Anakin or not Anakin, Ahsoka. And then like, there was a lot of things that were subtly mentioned about like how I lost someone once, blah, blah, blah. You had more eye the owl, blah, blah, blah. But nothing was like explained, yeah. you know? So again, when they bring these characters into live action, do you think they should be explained or do you think it's just going to be implied that you've watched Rebels? See, it's weird. I don't know what I want. I, I go back and forth. I mean, this is the same thing. It's kind of like Marvel too. Yeah, where, like, you have to decide, like, Infinity War. Most people 
a lot of people just jumped into Marvel on Infinity War, which is a very strange movie That's to a be strange way to jump point. into. <laughs> but a lot of people did, and they were fine with it because I mean they're, I mean it's different for Marvel because at this point those are like characters that everyone knows like you don't really need to explain the hulk to someone or captain mm -hmm. america or and those characters but for a lot of people they were able to just jump on and they didn't really explain much except thanos which made sense because thanos you know, that was thanos's movie i think it depends in what capacity where like ahsoka like you said was only in one episode bo-katan i mean they didn't really have to explain much with bo-katan you're just like i think they did though queen. I, they were I mean, kind of, she kind of explained how like she was a mandalorian she wasn't she was like oh you're a child of the watch we're not we're clan crees or whatever and i was in the mandalorian purge and before the purge and but like i feel like there was kind of a lot of but as far as child of the watch that's more explaining what mando was because we yeah, but she, I feel like we got a that. little bit explanation of her too i mean her explanation was i'm a mandalorian i have armor i'm in this i guess clan. oh yeah, i want to be queen. i guess like i mean that also that's most of Bo-Katan's character where it's like she wants to be queen that's pretty much all you need to know Ahsoka she's force sensitive she's technically not a Jedi but for their purposes she's a Jedi that's all you really needed to know so like if they're carrying their entire shows then yeah you, like for a Thrawn and Ezra show yeah you kind of need to watch Rebel see but do you think they'll do like a little bit of backstory in that or do you think they're just gonna jump right into it and like there'll be a new show called Thrawn and Ezra and people will be like "Ooh, what's that and like again you'll know nothing like kind of like WandaVision too I think WandaVision explained a little like I'm thinking of the second last episode with Agatha and they like kind of dove into Wanda's past a little bit which made that was... some sense but that wasn't until like the very end of the series well, there's that, and also Marvel comparisons are different. <laughs> in Age of Ultron, they tell us, okay, we have these twins. But that's a they different got... movie, I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have to watch but something else saying, to understand. Yeah. I don't think any non-Marvel fan is jumping on WandaVision. That is not anyone's jumping on point. I think a lot of people have been, though, just to, like, watch it or really? something. Even, like, The Mandalorian, like... Well, Once I mean, people heard how you... good it was, they were like, oh, what's this Mandalorian thing? Like, yeah, like, you might have seen the prequels once when they first came out. And you might have been, you know, you might have seen the original trilogy when it came out when you were younger. But, like, you're not an obsessive Star Wars fan. You just, you know, it's something to watch on TV. But I'm saying for then, those people. I mean, season one of Mandalorian, anyone could watch that show. Yeah, but, all, okay, the Mandalorian's a bad way to put it, though, because yeah, cause they the were Mandalorian's its, to, its yeah. own separate story. It's not something that's been yeah. continued off. Yeah. I'm thinking of like I an Ezra Thrawn, Ahsoka show, a Hera-led show. Because again, you got all these people that I are like, I refuse to watch Rebels. And it's like, okay, well, I'm sorry then if you're an avid Star Wars fan and you refuse to watch Rebels just because you think the animation's bad. And then you're confused when we get these Rangers of the New Republic show or the Ahsoka show, or not the Ahsoka, but like an Ezra and Thrawn show. And you're confused because you don't know, like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, yeah, I think. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to explain that to you. Well, it's if a you're franchise. An fan. It's, it's a franchise. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're that into it, if you're that, like, if they're making an Ezra Thrawn show, they have to believe that people are either going to go back and watch Rebels or that they're popular enough that it's all right or that they can just do it in a way that it's not going to be that serious. Hera, like, this is I mean, if she's, in, if she's in Rangers of the New Republic, which she is, that's, what, that's the one, yeah, that's the one she's most likely going to be in. I mean, Hera, all you have to say this is General Syndulla. 
she's a good pilot. She's been with the Rebellion since the beginning. Boom. That That's all you really need. Okay. And Ahsoka show, if she's literally just looking for Thrawn, I mean, you can just be like, Thrawn's a bad guy. He ha- He's with my friend. Boom. That's all you have to say. But it makes sense more if you watch the other stuff. And that's, that's fair. That's just how franchises work. Like, you it's could just be like, weird, though. Like, I'm thinking like, of it now. Like, if you just jumped in on Infinity War, you can be like, whoa, why is Thor missing an eye? Then you have to go back and watch Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, I Thor don't know why. his eye. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, stuff like that where, like, it's not that serious, but, like, if you're a fan, you're like, oh, that's why Thor has a different color eye from now on and stuff like that. Yeah, so, it's like, a weird... It just... I don't know. I'm trying to think and, of, like... And that's preference. Like, some people want to know everything going on in a franchise uh-huh. other people are like i can just watch this casually every once in a while it's weird though because now that i think of it i mean maybe it's because of dave filoni and they've seen what he's done and again mandalorian hasn't been all him but they've seen what he's done with that and john and now they're like okay we'll we'll let you do whatever you want because it's not that like obviously there's a rebels audience like people watched rebels and i know like everyone that it's i follow huge, on twitter but it's, it's not there's like an audience but it's nothing yeah. like you know what i mean it's not like mainstream yeah. star wars i mean i guess it no, is but it's, it's not. not it's not like vader or like it's not like the original trilogy or even like you could say probably the sequel i guess or i'm more thinking the prequels. I'd, I'd, I'd even argue clone wars clone wars is pretty mainstream. even like, clone Soka wars is such a popular character now that clone wars is mainstream Exactly. So that being said, it's just weird that Disney, with all the money and all the resources they have, that they're going after something that has such a small following. And I'm not saying that they can't make it into a bigger following because I'm assuming if Disney does anything, all their series, like they did with The Mandalorian, I'm sure it's going to be a huge hit if they don't. I mean, you can also look at it like, you can look at it like, so we had Mandalorian. Mandalorian was successful. We have Mandalorian season two. We bring Ahsoka in. There's going to be an Ahsoka show. This gives people a chance to be like, all right, maybe I should watch some of this other stuff because this was kind of cool. Ahsoka show. We have some of this stuff and they're like, oh, this was pretty cool. We're going to have Thrawn and Ezra show. Oh, you have time to go back and watch Rebels if you want to understand it. Or if you can just follow this storyline, maybe look up a Wikipedia. That brings up a good point. Summary video. That's all you really need to do. Do you think they'll use the Mandalorian as like a catalyst for, for example, like, do you think, I know, well, I'm so, because that's kind of what they did with Ahsoka, but like, do you think that like maybe we'll get more of Thrawn and Ezra? Uh, I mean, we don't know where the Mandalorian's going, but I think that they maybe. Because it's already so popular and they know people will watch it, they can use that as, like, a way to introduce, like, Hera or Ezra and Thrawn or, like, you know what I mean? I mean, we know their original plan. They were going to spin off already to Rangers of the New Republic. but that And that's what they did with Book of Boba Fett, honestly. Exactly. So, yeah, they use Mandalorian as catalyst, which is why I think it makes sense that they possibly scrapped a Rebel sequel after they saw how successful Mandalorian was. That makes sense. Because it's like a so marketing like, tool. It is. So then they just built, like, it's what Marvel does, too, where they have those post credit scenes which lead into either a completely separate movie or a movie that we know is already coming out, and so it's connected like that. Like um, like Civil War. You were watching Civil War, and they introduced Oh, Spider-Man Black and Black Panther. And Spider-Man. But also, with Spider-Man, Marvel decided this time that they didn't need to tell his origin story. 
because they think it's common knowledge enough. But I think that too, if they, okay, so if they introduce stuff in the Mandalorian, right, like they have been doing, and then they break it off into its own TV series, and then I don't think you need a full explanation. Like, I don't think you need a full episode dedicated to their history. But I think if throughout the said series, you like drop bits and pieces of backstory, whether it's through flashbacks or whether it's through just like subtle passing. Like, for example, like Hera, let's say like you don't know anything about her except she's like a general space pilot. And then sometimes she meets a new character and she's like, oh, my God. Hey, how are you? What house Kanan or like exactly like or even like just like, well, hey, mean, um, how are you? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or like, how yeah. are you? And people are like, how are you since whatever? And she's like, oh, yeah. whatever. And then she kind of like we get a little flashback or we get like a little explanation, you know, since yeah. Kanan's death. And then or even like Chopper or something like you know, where it's, yeah. like, a side character that reveals a little more about them. But I yeah, don't want do to way. see, like, a full episode explanation, I think. If you yeah. want that deep of an explanation, there's a TV show. Go watch it. And that's what it is. Like, if you watch this and you're like, oh, this character is interesting. I want to learn more about them. There's guess a TV what? show. Yeah, there's a whole TV show. And that's how Disney Plus works, where, like, when you finish something, if you watch this, you may also, you may like. also like. Yeah, so it's one of those. And, I mean... It, de- it does. It depends on the person and how deep they want to go. Like, there's some stuff that we take as common knowledge in Star Wars that isn't. Like, our friend Liz, she didn't know that, <laughs> she didn't know that Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker were the same person. I kid oh you. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Hi, Liz. If you're listening, she's probably not. But, wait, she didn't know that Darth Vader and Anakin were the same person? No, she didn't. Yeah. She didn't. She also didn't know about the sequel about the original trilogy and the prequels she just kept getting confused like she, she when force awakens came out she straight up was like they're doing another star wars movie and i'm like when rise of skywalker came out oh i was, I was like yeah i'm gonna go see the new star wars movie she goes they're coming out with another star wars movie i thought they were done with these and i'm like what no i love it, you Liz. We, we take certain things for granted as nerds like I, mean, I yeah, do all I the time. Even like I... entering this fandom, I didn't know. Like there was a lot of stuff that I was like confused on. I can't. Think and of I do it all the time but... to you, where I think something's common knowledge, and apparently it's not for you. I mean, that's also a difference between watching things week to week and such. Like you also have to consider that with the rebels argument: is rebels engaging enough for you to watch it week to week? If it was coming out right now. If it was the only Star Wars content we had coming... If it... Yeah, if it's Star Wars content coming out week to week, I'd watch it. Like, I'd take any... Like, honestly, I've kind of been depressed lately because I'm like, <laughs> we have no Star Wars content coming out right now. Like, it, it was nice having WandaVision and it'll be nice when we have Falcon and Winter Soldier in two weeks, but right now we're kind of in this dead period and it's just... I mean, we have all this news abuzz, which is great. Like, it makes me so excited for the future, but like... I'm sorry. I want stuff now. Like, I'm needy. I want, like, Book of Boba Fett is literally all. Wait, no, we have Bad Batch. Okay. So, Bad Batch will be nice, but, like, I just want content. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I can't imagine being a fan before Disney Plus was a thing. Like, it, it just sounds tough. so depressing. Like, all you had it to look forward to is the sequels. Like, that's worse than having nothing to look forward to. We had video games. Again, that's worse Jedi, than having nothing to look forward Jedi, to. Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> literally save star wars i would say it i mean because after after last jedi then we had solo so not 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 a great two 
Then they had Jedi Fallen See, but Order. even Solo is Then like... Squadrons and stuff. So, like, there is a reason people actually went back for Rise of Skywalker. It's not because it was the last movie and people wanted to see how it ended. People were actually a little bit confident that they actually could have pulled it off. They did not. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, that they could pull off... Rise of Skywalker. Some people... I've... They pulled me back in with the trailer, honestly. There's this trailer, and C-3PO goes, I'm taking one last look at my friends. Oh, you wait, you're saying you thought Rise of Skywalker was... Could have been okay. I was wrong. I thought it was okay. I thought there was a chance that it could have been good. That being said... Mm. I had fun. I'm sure Nick had fun. This wasn't really a debate or a discussion, but it was a good time. So, that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. It was a it was a fun time. I enjoyed making this episode. And that being said, Nick, where can they find you I if am they on wish to? Twitter and Instagram at sug underscore eleven. Where can you find me? Again, if you don't follow me on Twitter. Please follow me on Twitter and tell me where you found us because I would love to know. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at Simp4Skywalker. But yeah, I seriously love all y'all on Twitter. I'm trying to think of a couple people I can name off the top of my head. Cassie, Mads, Courtney, Gabby, Theo, who really isn't on Twitter anymore. Amelia, Jordan, Liv, Ida, Lauren, Cass, Maddie, Mads, Kate. Like I said, Courtney, Cass. Yeah, shout out to all y'all because I love you so much. And yeah, Nick. Where can they find this podcast? You can listen and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and is that all we're on? There's more, but I just don't have the list in front of me. Mm. Are we on Buzzsprout? Maybe. Also, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and a ranking or whatever. And because it really helps in the algorithm and we're trying to get, you know, I want y'all to spread the word. <laughs> if you leave a review, we'll give you a nice shout out. Oh my God. Yes, totally. That's a great incentive. For that being said, until we get a Bad Batch trailer, we're going to keep doing, you know, I'll keep doing weekly polls. If you have any requests for an episode, I always post a poll on Monday asking, like voting on what you want the week's topic to be. So you can vote or leave a reply of what you would like us to talk about and I'll include it in the poll and then we'll vote. And whatever gets the most votes, we'll talk about next week. So yeah, until then, I hope you all have an amazing week. And we will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Tell Fazio to watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, God.